on this week's Thanksgiving episode of From Corner to Corner. We talk about, is Lane Kiffin going to Auburn? Is Russell Wilson the greatest heist in NFL history? Hendon Hooker tears his ACL. Qatar bans alcohol right before the game starts. All this and more on this week's From Corner to Corner. Ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, and sports enthusiasts from around the world. This is the podcast you have all been waiting for. Whether listening in the car, on your morning drive, or with one earbud in at the office, this is the sports show that has it all. From pro wrestling to the octagon, from the gridiron to the baseball diamond, from the pitch to the ice, it's all here. You have tuned in to Mount Sterling's most downloaded podcast that drops on Saturdays at 3 a.m. This is not your average podcast. This is From Corner to Corner. And now, here are your hosts, Sean Big Papa Kuyper, Wes Redman Crouch, Adam Big Country Muncie, and Neil Mulletman Payne. And welcome back to another episode I want Ball State over Miami of Ohio as my underdog. <laughs> <laughs> it's, in, it's in before 7 p.m. <laughs> It is on record. It's recorded before the kickoff at 7 p.m. Nope. I want Ball State over Miami of Ohio. No wonder you were so anxious to get started. I had five minutes of time. Let's go. Get going. Who cares about the fan? Let's go. I had to get it in. He told me he was going to. That's what she said. So we are in the brand new for now front room studios. This is now studio number four. Yeah. So that would make us Studio D right now. Studio D. Studio D. D. That's what she said. We're in the Big D studio. Oh God. (laughs) No, Wes. You are in the Big D studio. All right. Oh my gosh! What a jam-packed show that we have going this week. Which is why I had to scream the underdog right off the bat, because we might not have time. <laughs> we, we definitely have a lot to get to. So, um, I, I think the biggest news of the last few days is is the tweet that came out last night. Is Kiffin going to Auburn? Kiffin is going to uh, he's Auburn. He's playing it off like anybody expects him to. The only thing he hasn't said is, I'm staying at Ole Miss. Yeah. I've said it over and over and over again. I am the head coach I of am Ole committed. Miss Rebels. I am committed to Ole Miss, and I am focused strictly. Has he, has he said that? No, no, that's the only thing he hasn't said. Oh, that's yeah. what Saban said in his when he was yeah. in Miami. conference for Miami. I am focused strictly on Mississippi State. Well, his biggest thing last night was to retweet out, going, well, this is news to me, John. Where's your sources? And then he had the – the book out where he was like studying reading up the, on the egg bowl. <laughs> the egg bowl. So, um, but I, the egg bowl was Thursday night. That's why they say Friday. He's expected to. Yes. You know. Well, Chris Lowe reported two hours ago that amid speculation, Lane Kiffin met with his players today, which probably isn't out of the ordinary. It's Tuesday. They got a game in two days. Like he probably meets with his players. 
But the fact that ESPN and Chris Lowe felt the need to have to report that. There's something well, going he's on. He's either telling them that he is or he isn't. He's going to Auburn. Like, I, it would shock me when this episode drops on Saturday if he hasn't been named the new head coach of the Auburn Tigers. And it was Adam last week that said Lane Kiffin looked checked out. Yeah. One of the things I, I tweeted this, or tweeted this out, I texted this out. Mississippi has this weird rule to where state employees cannot carry a longer than four-year contract. Unless you're a state senator. Well, but that's four years at a time, so it's still four years. What, True. Basically what it means is, is they can't offer Kiffin a 10-year, $100 million contract to stay. They can offer him a four-year X amount of dollars, you know, whatever. But there's no guarantee, and they don't allow that's, – that's so they don't get into a situation where Texas A&M's got $95 million on the books in order to get rid of him. If they want to fire him, the cost is a lot less minimal. So I, I'll be really shocked. I'm like you. I, I'll be shocked if he's not the, the Auburn head coach uh, on, uh, you know, come Saturday when this thing uh, – when this drops. He so. will have already tweeted out War Eagle by the time this drops. Saturday. 100%. Yeah. He he will be – he'll probably have been introduced as the head coach. <laughs> he might be. Like, I think that's how quickly uh, well, it's, it's going to go. I don't think he'll be introduced because Auburn plays Saturday, right? Auburn, Alabama plays Saturday. I that's mean, true. but what – Cadillac's not getting the job. But he's done a good job as interim. He, but that's all he was ever going to be. He yes. was he was there to get buy-in back from the fans because that was that was their olive branch that they extended. It was like, hey, by the way, we're sorry that we hired this guy that you all hate it. Uh, it was a lame duck hire. Everybody knew it apparently, but us. Our bad. Oh, by the way, here's Lane Kiffin. If Lane Kiffin is smart and it does take the job, Cadillac stays. Now, see, if if I, I am a school so. like South Alabama, if I'm a school like Troy, and I'm looking for a head coach, Cadillac Williams is who I call. Yeah, so I, I, I think that he stays. Heck, I mean, do you go bigger than that? Do you go Georgia Tech? No, I think Cadillac no, I, starts I, small. He has to start off somewhere and 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 learn. Just because he's won a game or two at Auburn. I don't think that indicates that he's going to be a, a Power 5 head coach. So, with you saying that, we talked earlier today that there's reports about Deion Sanders. Right. With South Florida and right. Colorado. Right. For some people, you know, it don't make sense. To me, I think that would probably be best for him if he goes to South Florida. See, but I, I told Sean earlier that – I don't think that's much of a step it's, up. It's not, I don't think, and it's not a Power 5 school. Dion doesn't leave Jackson State if he's not going to a Power 5 school. But the Power 5 schools want to make sure he can win D1, I think, before I know, he I, gets a big one. I think programs like Colorado he that are so far down. that's never been done before. Jackson State's never went undefeated before, and he just did that. And not only that, he's gotten the recruits to come in there too. And – as soon as he goes to South Florida, he's not going to Colorado. I'm going. No, Colorado I, did say they wanted to make a big splash, but he's not going to Colorado. I don't know. Hey. Get the next Cordell Stewart up in no. there. He's he's going to South Florida if he goes any one of those two schools. I, I think he's taking his son. He's taking Travis Hunter with him. I think um, I think he ends up at Georgia Tech. 
because Mike Norvell's done screwed around and kept his job. Why did he do that? What are you doing, Mike Norvell? Just suck so you can be fired, Mike. Mike, Mike who? Right. Mike Norvell. And then he, he flipped that quarter or the four-star quarterback today from Ohio State. Like, what are you yeah. doing, man? He's going to fool around and keep that job and ruin prime in Florida State. And that's the that's that is the match made in heaven. Well, we're if, a match made in heaven. If Georgia Tech's interim coach has a respectable game against Georgia this week. Does he keep it? Absolutely. That was a weird pause, by the way. Wes is over here recording, and uh, we didn't realize this, so Sean asked us a question, and we all noticed it, so we stopped for a second. (laughs) He had it on photos at first, so I paused. (laughs) The old man couldn't see. He didn't realize what he had it on. (laughs) I had to get my bifocals in range. Your bifocals. Yeah. So, what I said was, if Georgia Tech's interim coach, who has won, just had a huge win against North Carolina, has, yep. has had some good wins, has been competitive, if they are respectable against Georgia this Saturday, does he keep that job as the permanent coach? If they can get Coach Prime, no. If they miss out on Prime, probably. I mean, because at that point, if you miss out on Prime, why not? So, if Colorado – okay, say Prime is not Colorado's big splash. Is it – I'm hearing that Matt Rule may not coach this year, which blows my mind. But who's the big splash if it's not Deion Sanders? I, let me tell you who it should be. He's a coach. He always says the right things, but the winning on the field hasn't really matched up. Neil Brown would be great in Colorado. They're already one of the worst programs. They don't need that. Do you know who I think it could be? And this guy hasn't got an opportunity yet. Eric Bieniemy. He's a Colorado alum. He was on their national championship team. Yeah, because he's not going to get an NFL job at this point. That's actually a really good thought there, Neil. I don't know. I mean, are you surprised? (laughs) He's still more surprised. (laughs) Well, after you said I'm wrong last week. I did. I did. We had to put that shed of doubt into. But I don't know that I said it because I don't listen to the show. Trust me, I slammed on the brakes in the car when I heard it. I couldn't believe my own ears. (laughs) But Because you immediately text us going, Neil said he was wrong. <laughs> I, I couldn't couldn't believe it. So, uh, well, and, and and listen, were you on Sudafed or something? How Maybe heavily medicated. I, I might have been. I, I got I, I got into Pepal's meds over here. So there's no. I've been having a stiff neck for a week. I don't know what I've taken. <laughs> it might have been the uh, the harita. <laughs> it was haritos. Thank you very much. Haritos. Uh, or, or the uh, stuff that uh, Tom Brady is now uh, endorsing that might be. <laughs> FTX. <laughs> no, you didn't belly up. Didn't FTX belly up almost? Yeah, and he had allegedly close to a billion dollars. <laughs> that's a that's a subject we didn't need to go over because somebody else just took uh, all their signing bonus last year in, in Odell crypto. Beckham Jr. No, I sent Kate Cunningham. It, uh, yeah, that's Kate Cunningham. Yes. Uh, we don't talk about the NBA, so we I will agree. not talk about that. Next yeah. subject. But yes, I think I think Eric Bieniemy may be. I forgot about him. The next head coach, playing. University of Colorado. I like that. It I, depends I like on Andy Reid, I think. I think I think Andy Reid will give him his seal of approval. Yeah. And off you go, young fellow. I would agree with that too. The question is: Is can he recruit there? Uh, okay. Yes, and the reason is is because 
whether he's calling the plays or not, every home in America knows that he's the OC for the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. So 100%. That's true. That's true. It's like, hey, you want to – here, let me let you talk to Patrick, and he can tell you what I've helped him do. Yeah. 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 That's true. That is the ultimate trump card to have in your back pocket. Hey, you know old Patty Mahomes? Yeah. He's my boy. Yeah. I mean, hey, oh, you play tight end? Well, let me let you talk to my tight end. Yeah. You know, maybe the greatest tight end to ever play. Yeah. Get yeah. you invited to tight end you. Remember they do the off-season camp yep. where they call it tight end so, you oh, or whatever. Oh, you're a quarterback that needs to work on your mechanics? Here, let Patrick show you. <laughs> what a way home. What a way home. I don't know if Patrick Mahomes' <laughs> mechanics would <laughs> be. Patrick Mahomes' mechanics would be like, here's the sidearm. Well, listen. Use that 60% of the Patrick time. Patrick Mahomes' mechanics. I didn't say they were traditional QB1 mechanics. 60% of the time. They work it works every, every time. time. <laughs> For Patrick Mahomes – Ridiculous stuff works about every time. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that they are better now than they have been the past few years is ridiculous. Yep. Their yeah. offense is scary. Yeah. And they finally found a running back, looks like. Yeah. Uh, everybody knew. <laughs> he, it would be nice if he back. slowed his Plinko feet down by about Plunko. two seconds. Was it Plunko? Was that what they used to play? Plunko. That's Plinko. what it is. Isaiah Plinko. Isaiah, Isaiah Plinko. Isaiah Plinko. Okay. <laughs> I like it. There it is. Nickname of the day. Maybe I have a sliver of hope for my fantasy team next year, right? Oh, no! You're you're not you're not going to manage the team, so what does it matter? Now right. that I'm retired, now that he's on, you're now, rage quitting. Now that he's on Sean's team, it's Isaiah Puco. Yeah. Oh, 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 all right, so moving on. That's when he got um, food poisoning. That's diarrhea day. <laughs> Hen- Hendon Hooker goes down, tears his ACL, out for the rest of the season. Yep. It was awful. Out for the combine, out for the senior day. So here's the thing. I told Sean I want to talk about Hendon Hooker. Hendon Hooker was on his way to winning the Heisman. He was probably still going to win the Heisman even though he was abysmal against Georgia. The loss to South Carolina – and his ACL tear, I think, has taken the Heisman away from him. I think C.J. Stroud is now the I mean, front runner. They, but I, they, they count for that all the way through bowl season, right? They, but I ultimately think bowl season, right? I don't think Hendon Hooker, because he's old. Oh, he's like 26. Yeah, he's 25, I think. Okay. He doesn't have time, because he's going to be about a fourth rounder, third, fourth rounder. He's not going to have time to bounce around from team to team to find a spot. I don't think Hendon Hooker is much of an NFL quarterback. Oh, I agree. And that's like he's going unless to, he finds the perfect landing spot. And but I don't know that his skills translate to the NFL. But I mean, he's got an arm. I mean, he can he can he's got a cannon. He can throw it down the field. He mm. can. Um, with Hendon Hooker, though, it's kind of got to be like a hardball Lamar Jackson, look, type, where a coach just changes his offense for you. He, yeah. Here's something that you, that might shock you. I don't think there's a whole lot of difference between him and Will Levis. I think there's a big difference between him and Will Levis. I mean, I think they both have a cannon arm. The one thing Will Levis can do when healthy is run. Hendon Hooker did it. So I mean, I don't. I think he could be taught to do it just as well as Daniel Jones in the I NFL. Think, I think NFL quarterback wise, and there might be some people I'm missing, but I think it goes C.J. Stroud. That's a, that, that I'm drawing my hand out because that's how long. And then I think it goes Will Levis, and then everybody else. Like the different the Will Levis to everybody else 
is a much smaller gap than C.J. Stroud to Will Levis. C.J. Stroud is going to has got to be that first OSU quarterback, and it looks like Justin Fields might be headed that way. But here's the thing. But he's hurt. Yeah, he's hurt because that's all they're doing is running with him. They're right. not letting him throw the ball. Very true. Did you see what their coach said? No. They asked him about his injury. It's a non-throwing sh- shoulder injury. He said it's day-to-day. It might be season-ending. Like, that's a big gap. Right. Are we on a day-to-day basis, or is this something long-term? I don't think they know the extent at this point. I mean, there's, there's, there's six weeks left in the season. I, uh, I still think Kenny Hooker can win the uh, Heisman. He had three touchdowns in that game. I, I don't I, – I No think, interceptions. I don't think Listen, they'll give it to somebody If C.J. Stroud and Ohio State beat Michigan this week, C.J. Stroud's getting the Heisman. Yeah. If Michigan wins and Quorum has a huge game, it could be Quorum winning it. Yeah, I think I think the Heisman will come out of that game. Yeah, um, one of the but where I was where I was headed with that. One of the things that I've noticed about Hendon Hooker is his wide receivers are open all the time, a, a, a la Matt Jones, right? When the year he had when he won the Heisman at Alabama, those guys were open every time he threw the ball. Mac. Jones. Mac Jones, sorry. <laughs> I thought I heard Matt Jones. I thought, I thought he was talking about the Arkansas uh, wide receiver. He did win the Heisman. Mac Jones? Right. He won the Heisman that year, didn't he? No, uh, I think that was I DeMonta don't. Smith. Yeah, I think he's sorry, right. That's right. Same thing. Because he was always open. Because he was always yeah. open. Because <laughs> he was always open. I mean, but anyways, they go together. and As receivers was, and quarterbacks do. That was the one you know caveat that everybody looked at with Mac Jones was – can he throw when in into coverage? Yeah. And he's not proven to be able to do that so far. I mean, that game the other day between the Jets and the Patriots was awful. Did you see, by the way, talking about that, in the second half, the New York Jets averaged less than three inches per play. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what she That's said. What she said. <laughs> I sent that out in her group. Less than three inches. You know how bad you have to be? Let me tell you what is worse than almost three inches. Do you know how many passing yards they had in the second half? How many? Negative 21. Nice. How do you have negative 21 <laughs> passing yards? Why are you throwing the ball backwards at that point? That's also why Salah has come out and said he won't commit to Zach Wilson. This Zach week. Wilson is not the answer. Zach Wilson He's did done. not take any responsibility for his performance in the press conference. Because and he, he never does. No. I'm not a stats guy, he says. I, I don't care about stats. Well, it's obvious that you don't because your stats suck. Right. That team was much better with Joe Flacco. Think about what I just now said. Yeah, right. Speaking <laughs> of Joe Flacco, he hasn't played since what, week three? Yeah. yeah. Ever since he, Wilson came back. He has only thrown two less touchdown passes than Russell Wilson on right. the year. But Russ is cooking, baby. Hey. Let Russ cook. <laughs> Let Great transition there, Neil. You didn't even know it was coming. So I I, I heard this the other day. We all re- I say this. I'm going to say we all remember. Wes, do you remember back in the day? But I'm glad he clarified. <laughs> leather helmets. We're talking about leather when, helmets. When hey, Jimmy basket. Johnson, the galloping geezer, absolutely robbed the NFL and got all of these picks for. Herschel, Herschel Walker. Walker. You remember that? I do remember that. Wes, do you remember when Pat Summerall came out in the ice bowl and kicked the field goal? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that Al Bundy? He scored four touchdowns. Oh. <laughs> so and, and where did Herschel Walker go to? 
I think it was Minnesota, right? Good job. Yeah. So. Were they the Vikings then? The Seahawks. <laughs> yeah, they were. They were the purple people. <laughs> they were just the Vikes. They didn't get the ing yet. <laughs> they were the Norsemen. The Seahawks <laughs> may have pulled off the heist of the century with Russell Wilson. Yeah. Right? He's terrible. Because it now makes you think, okay, with with the way Geno Smith has played. Okay. Which I have called I, we, since the summer. We get it. Let's, okay, we get come it. Come on. Let's move on. <laughs> right. We get I mean, come on. He beaten a dead horse. He beat out Drew Locke. Think yeah. about what that accomplished. Well, there was some on this podcast who thought Drew Locke was going to be the starter. <laughs> That's just because we didn't want you to be right. That's all it was, Adam. Anyways, with what they've been able to do with Geno Smith, you have to now look at this and go, how great of a job was Pete Carroll doing with Russell Wilson? Because... Now Russell has moved on. They got a ton of draft picks for him. So if Russell Wilson has hit the wall, it's going to kill the Broncos for the next five years, and the Seahawks are automatically jumping in because they nailed this last draft. Both defensive rookies and Walker, they killed all three of their top draft picks. And they've got two first rounds, two second rounds, and two third which, rounds this next two drafts. Which could be very enticing for a guy like Aaron Rodgers because you have an experienced wide receiver core. You have a stud running back. So they have the draft capital. And it looks like to, the defense is, is headed back to the Legion of Boom type. You, you have the draft capital and perhaps even Geno Smith to be like, here you go, Green Bay. Yeah. We'll give you this. Just give us – Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to be there anyway. Give him, so, give him Geno, a first, second, and a third. And you know. I don't even think it would take Geno. You, you, I really you don't. You think they could do it just for draft picks? I, I think it would just be draft picks. So, like, I think that – because I, if, if you hadn't brought that up, I was going to. That's very intriguing, and I think Seattle could realistically be a landing spot for Aaron Rodgers. My dad and I were talking about this the other day. This is the year I think that Aaron Rodgers gets benched. I think he's going to get benched before the year's out. And if they bench Aaron Rodgers, it's done. Oh, 100%. Yep. Like, he's not coming back. He will and throw a Spencer Rattler yep. you understand, and be done. You understand the fact he's not coming back to your team, but he's going to get benched, and we need to see what we got in Jordan Love because okay. this season's gone. Going back to your point, I don't know that Denver's completely gone. If Russ has hit the wall, they've got Javante Williams that will come back from an ACL tear. They've got a good wide receiver core. Their defense really is phenomenal. They, they, got, they got rid of Bradley Chubb, but they also got a guy back from the Jets that's younger and just as good. And they got a first-round pick for Bradley Chubb. Right. Which but, is but, the, it which but my is, point is, is they signed him to a five-year, $250 million deal. So they're strapped financially. They're strapped, they're strapped financially. And they gave they, away all of the draft capital. They could still draft a rookie quarterback. And the way Miami is headed right now, that pick's going to be 28. So, you know, that, that, that first-round pick for Chubb is – But you know, if there's going to be somewhere between eight and ten quarterbacks going the first round, they I still think, could get one at, at 28. I, I think, think that number is going to be way lower. I think we're looking it's, at – It's going that way. Three. 
I thought we could get upwards of 10. Yeah. The way the quarterbacks have played this year, I think we might get three. You don't think that they'll have – that teams will do the same as nope. fantasy draft. No, because I think two or three go off the I board. Think, go, eh. I think guys like Zach Wilson. I think guys like uh, Mac Jones, uh, Daniel Jones. Up until this year, like guys like that that they've that, that teams have reached on, and and because everybody, because if you don't have a quarterback in the NFL, you're not winning. Yeah, um, I think guys like that are going to hurt quarterbacks who may typically have went in the first round because they're like, I can't afford to miss that bad on Well, you're, the Van Dyke kid out of Miami got benched. Yep. So, yeah. you know, way in the heck, he's going to be a first-round draft pick. Yep. And the way he's played, he's probably looking at transfer portal and try to rebuild himself next year. I said I said this week at school. He's not a senior, right? I don't, I don't think he is. I said this not. week at school. That Caleb Williams is probably the best quarterback in college football. Oh, 100%. He'll be the number one pick next year. Actually, no. Drake May from North Carolina. That and kid, that he paid, is good. That and pains that me a, to say. He's a freshman. Yes. A true freshman. He's good. He's got three interceptions on the entire season. Drake 35 May, inter- uh, touchdowns. Drake May is the best quarterback in college football. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Too, too bad but, they can't play defense. But Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams will be the number one draft pick next year. Yeah. And probably the Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And and you see how valuable Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams was to Oklahoma when they went to USC this year. Yeah. And Oklahoma has struggled all year long. Yeah. West Virginia beat them. <laughs> Did, could that have saved Neil Brown's job? At the beginning of the year, if you told me we're going to beat Baylor, Oklahoma, and Virginia Tech, I'd say we had a pretty good year probably. Eight, nine wins. Here we are at four. Alabama hired the uh, West Virginia that's where fired came, AD. That's where he came from. Yeah. He was at Alabama. <laughs> was he an <laughs> offensive analyst for they were, Saban? They were, no, they were talking about today that how Saban has the purgatory thing for coaches. That apparently the Alabama AD now has the, the purgatory for, uh, for fired ADs. <laughs> yeah, he came. Uh, he was in some sort of role at Alabama. Yeah. Became the AD at West Virginia, and now he's back at Alabama. Right. Tyler right. Van Dyke is a sophomore. Okay, so he could, so he can't go. Is he redshirt sophomore? Uh, just a sophomore. So but he's he has a true be, sophomore. He has to be redshirt though, or he wouldn't be in these mock drafts. That's true. Well, There's no way that he can he comes out unless he has a great combine. He he is not. It, well, in the NFL, <laughs> they don't do it like NBA. Really, you can't go to the combine here from you're the gonna, teams and then come back to school. That's kind of lame. It is. I agree. Yeah, they need to change that. So you you mentioned something about Caleb Williams and Heisman for next year. I think there's a strong possibility that he could sneak in this year if he finishes out the season and gets them into they the have, college football playoff. They have an outside chance at the playoff. They do, but they've got to go through uh, the Irish this weekend. And We're then playing much better, and then they're going to have to probably be, beat Oregon because it looks like Oregon will be the the Pac-12 uh, opponent. Unless Oregon State beats them this week. Maybe. Um, so, But they're going to have to have some help, right? But I, I think there's an outside shot that they get in if they if they continue to win. And it, you could wind up with the uh, Heisman Trophy winner and Coach of the Year if they wind up getting into the playoff. So, all right. Let's see. What's next? Uh, 
I, I wrote this down in the notes because you guys are all big World Cup soccer guys. Uh, uh, Qatar banning the alcohol less than 48 hours before it starts after they said they would do it and um, FIFA signed, what was it, a $75 million yes. with, um, Budweiser. with Budweiser deal? And if you have you watched any World Cup? Are you serious? Okay. Did you just ask that question? So have you all seen? I've looked the, at the scoreboard. Oh yeah. the see how Mexico did. My man pick. of the match at the end of the game. Yeah. yeah. Like it's a big mug. It is big mug. It looks like a trophy, but it's like nope. This is the mug. Well, so I mean, just a few days in, we had the shock of the tournament already with the Saudis. I'm I, not so surprised that there's not something fishy going on there. I'm. I think something fishy's going on. What? Yep. I think. What's, what's, your, act, what's your basis on let's that? Let's not act surprised that FIFA would be corrupt. No, <laughs> well, no, I agree with that. They're probably the most corrupt sports entity in all of professional sports. Saudi Arabia is the country that borders Qatar. They have more fans there than probably anybody else. Argentina was called for 11 offside penalties today. They were. And, and, and wiping is out two goals. Is that a normal? Is that by? That's a lot. Argentina plays aggressive. Yeah. So naturally, they're going to be on the more offside. But side they of still gave up two goals. <laughs> Which, by the way, obviously the Argentina goalie's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Which, Sean, in the game of soccer, if your goalie's <laughs> not any good, you're in bad shape. Bad shape. <laughs> I kind of gathered that. So, Sean, Argentina took 15 shots. Six of them were on goal. So that means. The Saudi Arabia keepers saved five shots because Argentina scored one. Saudi Arabia scored two goals. They had two shots on goal. Three shots total for the game. 100% on goal percentage. Can, nope, I, no. can I ask a question? Yes. You said six of the 15 were on goal? Yes. yes. Why were they shooting anywhere else at, on nine well, other shots? Well, well, so if they. So a shot. Obviously, That's totally a stupid question this to is, ask. Right? This is no, it's not. We are missing no, out on putting this on video. If because a, <laughs> if a, so, you know the goal. If a shot is on frame, like if like in basketball, if it hits the backboard, okay, okay. So essentially the same thing. If it's on frame, it's a shot on goal. Gotcha. If it goes anywhere else, you can and you can obviously tell they're shooting the ball. Then it's considered a shot. Gotcha. Makes sense. And Argentina's goalie does and not stop And that is your anything. soccer 101 for week one of the World Cup. But <laughs> I know so you said Germany that picture. played yet? No, they have no. not. I know you've so said that picture. So that's your pick, right? You picked Germany. Yep. Neil picked Germany. Wes picked France. Yeah. I picked Argentina. <laughs> Adam's already in the hole. Well, you got a 0-0 draw today. Yeah. And that's why my Argentina pick's yeah. still okay because they – it's they're a zero, still zero draw. They're still going to have to. Well, they're going to beat Mexico and Poland. Maybe who? Who? Argentina. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. They're going to beat them. Oh, are we in the same group? Yes. Oh, I didn't realize that. So, um, you wouldn't let me pick in- England. Let's talk about oh, screw England. King <laughs> <laughs> England, seventeen seventy six, baby. Uh, <laughs> so let's talk about the USA game. Let's. The first half was all USA. We looked like we belonged. That was about as good of soccer that the USA could have played. Yes. The second half, we got all frazzled. And we were playing completely different. Um, 
it was like we almost didn't expect Wales to up the tempo and to press us. It's like, guys, they got 45 minutes to put one in the back of the net. Of course that's what they're going to do. Of course, yes, they're down. Uh, and then still, the penalty in the box on one of the most world-class strikers in all of soccer. Uh, of right? anybody you could have fouled. Listen, I've seen a lot of crazy things in soccer. This dude had his back to the goal. He's not a threat to score at no. that point. And if he does, then you pat that man on the back and you say, well done, sir. 100%. But much like basketball, you get up in him and play good, solid defense and don't let him turn. But, no, we try to slide tackle. It was reckless. It was it was unnecessary, and it cost us three points. It was the unnecessary completely. You, you, I'm going for the ball. No, you're not. No, you you know it's Gareth Bell, and you're trying to get him off the ball as, as whichever way you can. It was dumb. Yeah. It was completely dumb, unnecessary. And and I know you said that earlier about they picked the ball up and like I'm just looking for reasons to justify. Oh yeah, it was it was a poor play. By a young player. Listen, by that time in the game, as I told Neil, by that time of the game, the USA had kind of went, okay, uh, we haven't been here in eight years. Not one of us has played in, the, in a uh, World Cup game. And Yedlin. I don't think Yedlin had – was Yedlin in the game by that point? Yedlin was in the game. Okay. Yedlin so Yedlin was the only one that had right. played in a World Cup game. By the way, I didn't realize Yedlin was that old. <laughs> He's the only one that's played in a World Cup. Yeah. Um, and they were like, we are beat to death. Death right now. I mean, they were. I uh, bet they felt awful the next day. Oh yeah, they just realized. Oh, oh, I understand what we're talking about now. World Cup uh, game because it doesn't. The Gold Cup the USA plays in, World Cup qualifying that they play in, nothing compares to when you get into that group stage or further in World Cup. Because they're going to do everything possible to win. Is on the line. Absolutely. So. So far, other than the England stomping, it's been very entertaining, very competitive soccer games. Yeah, I mean, the French won today pretty handily after uh, Australia scored first in the first in, in the eighth minute. Australia? Australia. Australia. Good night, uh, Shrimp on <laughs> the Let's bobby. Let's put another shrimp on the bobby. But uh, the French kind of took care of their business. not. Other than that, you're right. Uh, it's been very competitive. I felt bad after the U.S. game because I couldn't blame Michael Bradley. But, like, that's all I was used to. Anytime <laughs> Michael Bradley was Where's like Where's the bald-headed man? There he is. You weren't a Michael Bradley fan? I can't stand the guy. You know who I didn't like? And this is going to surprise you, everybody. Landon Donovan. Not a huge – I didn't really like Clint Dempsey. Really? Yep. I, 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 I understand that. The man would walk up front while he was playing forward. He wouldn't do until he just saw an opening, and he took a lot of. Did, did you just ask who did I not like? Yeah, who didn't you like? I Donovan? don't know who you're talking about. I've heard Landon <coughs> Donovan's name before. So Michael Bradley was a bald-headed midfielder who got beat every time. He not was on every the field. time. He was a lot better than you give him credit for. I agree. Who was the, he? Was the captain? Who was the uh, goalie? Because he was old. Team. Like that was a courtesy. No. Hey, I was a courtesy. Hmm? Tim Howard. 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 Went. Tim Howard. Heard that dude's name. Tim before. Howard was a man. <laughs> Tim 16 saves ball. versus uh, Belgium. Uh, and last time we were in the World Cup, was it Poland that beat us? Maybe. Maybe. No, uh, Portugal. 
Portugal did beat us. With Ronaldo. Yes. I think it was also and in we the last up, 10 minutes. We were up. Uh, we were up one nothing. I think they won 3-2. We were up one nothing, and then we were up 2-1, and they ended up coming back and beating us. Yeah. Heartbreak. Heartbreak. All right, let's wake the audience back up. Hello, hello, are you oh, still no, there? That's the most awake they've probably been. Hey, so question. Soccer's big. Question. I got a question for you, Adam. I won't ask Sean because he has no clue. What's your thoughts on Taylor Twelman as a commentator? Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't get to watch the game because I was at I work. Well, but you've heard Taylor Twelman commentate, I'm sure. He's hot garbage. I like him. I think he knows the game very well. Taylor Twelman. Which one is that? <laughs> okay. Never Next mind. topic. <laughs> so. I don't know. I just listen for the authentic. Listen, I know you know. Guys. I know you know Alexi Lawless. Yeah. I'm, I'm over him, too. I'm not a fan of Alexi Lawless. They're <laughs> they've got Alexi Lawless, Landon Donovan, which I think is actually pretty decent breaking down a game uh, on TV, and Clint Dempsey, and he's about as boring as he used to play soccer. He just <laughs> that's what he did. That's what he said after the U.S. game. I was like, "What are you doing on there?" Yeah, bye, Clint Dempsey. So to go from world football to back to American football. Did y'all see what Will Levis said today? Mm-hmm. There's no tell. I'm afraid. So he mentioned that this week's important for the opportunity to play for a better bowl game. True. And then a reporter asked a follow-up on if he plans to play in the bowl game. Levis said it's something he needs to talk with coaches and others about when the regular season ends. Don't blame him one bit. He's not playing in the bowl game. Yeah, I mean, if they went to the Tampa Bowl, a.k.a. Outback Bowl, I could see him playing. Other than that, don't. He, he ain't playing in the music don't. city bowl. No. Go ahead and get your shoulder surgery. Go ahead and get uh, your toe surgery. Get all that over with because you don't need to go to the combine. You, uh, once all that's done, you can go to a uh, – they can come to U.K., have a pro day, and – Whatever. He could sit in his wheelchair or on his crutches and throw the ball and throw the ball, you know, 70 yards. So I had one other thing on here about um, college football. Did you guys see DTR, the, the quarterback for UCLA? He got hurt in the game against Oregon. And they basically were bringing him in and out every couple of plays whenever they needed him to throw the ball. And he did that pretty much the entire second half of the game. When they were running the ball, they'd bring in his other quarterback, and they'd run the ball. When they needed to throw the ball, they'd bring him in. And he still – I mean, he still was competing. And Chip Kelly's like, I couldn't get him out of the game. He's like, he's such a fighter. Sounds that, like Brown Leftwich with uh, Marshall. We've talked about that before. I yeah. mean, just, just – just I'm not leaving the game. I don't care what you got to do, but you know, carry me. You know, bring me in. Whatever you need to do, I'm not leaving the game. Th- that kid, you know, he he didn't have a lot of love coming out of high school, and he found UCLA. He's been there what five years now, I think. Chip Kelly is very loyal to him. Yeah, and I mean, it's paid off this year. Yeah. Well, I, he probably saved Chip Kelly's job this year, to be honest with you. Yeah. And the fact now that they're going to be moving to the Big Ten, you know, that that's probably going to help UCLA. So I saw a tweet Saturday and was like, USC, UCLA, Rose Bowl, 
Pasadena, the pageantry. It's the Big Ten game of the week. Um, I, I, I like guys like that. Um, I'm glad. That's why college football is good is because you can have guys like that 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 wants to play for the school. Do I have permission to break in with college football rankings? Of course. Sure. Georgia's number one, Ohio State's two, Michigan's three, TCU's four, LSU's five, USC six. That's about what we figured. Yeah. No change at all. No, I mean. LSU went up because Tennessee. All three. LSU has to beat Georgia in order to get into the playoffs. You know what else? Three, four, and five. Not necessarily. I think um, (laughs) because if. LSU would be a three-loss team. How do they get in without beating Georgia? I think there's a lot of crazy stuff that could happen, especially if the winner of Michigan-Ohio State loses in the Big Ten championship game and 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 they lose bad. Like, I. They probably won't. But, I mean, there's still a do way. You, do you know who they're playing? Who? Iowa. Yeah, it's going to be uh, Iowa. Iowa is the Big Ten West okay, representative. that's bad. They should just not play. So, Iowa State finished last in the Big 12. They beat Iowa at Iowa. Yeah, that's bad. And they play TCU this week. And a lot of people seem to think that Iowa State might beat TCU, and I'm like, well, then that would be a major letdown for TCU. TCU has been struggling. I mean, West Virginia took them to the wire. Well, and they almost lost this past week. Baylor almost beat them. Well, and Vegas knew that was coming. (laughs) That was a two-point line. There's a reason you follow the money. Yeah, no doubt. You know what rankings are better than that? I just don't understand how they know it so well. I feel like we've talked about this on this show before. Money drives everything. That's true. So let's talk about something <laughs> cool. At, when this show drops, we are close to time for, to be heading towards WrestleCade. Well, me and Neil, because the two other losers here choose family over their, over their friends. Scheduled a daggone birthday. We have sick kids, so. He has sick kids. I do, too. I have a lot of kids. You don't look at our texturing, obviously. Well. According to you, no, you just your said, kid you just said your kid was high. stupid. Okay. okay. Well, now th- you all don't be blaming this on sick kids because we invited your all's tales like eight months ago. And listen, so. stupidity is not a sickness. Okay, you clearly <laughs> said this the sex tested positive for stupidity and flu A. And listen, how autocorrects flu A to stupidity? I don't know. <laughs> That's what I got stuck on and didn't read anything else. <laughs> how the hell did? Stupidity <laughs> get autocorrected from flu A. That's all. That is a good question. I mean, you can't take a joke. You can't read through. No, that. I'm a very literal person. You don't. You don't read LOL on the second. Didn't text. you put? I mean, flu A. LOL. He did say that. Yeah, because I would laugh at myself too if my phone autocorrected flu A to stupidity. It well, didn't. The the, the best mind. part about good that grief. is. Is Adam follows up with it. He goes, man, this strand of flu's got all kinds now, of... Now, that was funny. Some people's gotten flu and pneumonia and strep. Some others have gotten flu and strep. And Wes's son gets strep and, or gets flu and stupidity. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was great. I don't know if there's a vaccine for stupidity. You can't fix stupid. That's true. You can be stupid if you want to, That's but true. I'm not going to be. 
So anyways, this weekend is WrestleCade weekend. This will be our third trip to WrestleCade. Uh, the, the two previous trips has been a lot about who we can meet, get autographs from, and stuff like that. The list got a lot shorter early, early, last week whenever they announced that Karrion Cross and Scarlet were <gasps> canceled. No, I didn't yeah. see that. Yeah. Uh, so that was well, time not to go. <laughs> well, I mean that's not stopping us. <laughs> so who is the main event this year? They haven't announced the main event yet. Yeah. Last year it was Buddy Murphy and Alistair Black. Yeah. They announced today that Matt Hardy and Jeff uh, Jarrett, or just yesterday that Matt Hardy and Jeff Jarrett are going to wrestle. But they've announced uh, matches today too. None of them are main event. Like usually they come out with like this is the main event of yeah. the Super Show, and they haven't done that. Hmm. Eddie so is Kingston. that so? It's, he's not supposed to be there. He's not announced for the main event yet. So it's one of two signs. It's either a they're gonna they're gonna have a main event that's gonna be mind blowing, or b. Well, they've been pumping this up as ten years of mayhem. So they've it's a, this is the tenth year of WrestleCade. So three years ago, it was a f- women's fatal four way that was uh, Jordan Grace, Ty Valkyrie, Sue Young, and. I can't remember. That was pretty good if you remember in those. Uh, because yeah, it was supposed to, it was supposed it was to be Tessa Blanchard yeah. and she she was hurt. Sue so Young took her place. Yeah, I can't remember who the first, uh, fourth person was, but that was a fantastic main event. They were in the crowd. They were doing like it was cool. Actually, uh, in Sean and I's row, Jordan Grace brought I think Ty Valkyrie down through the row, and she just looked down the road and said, "Move!" Like and like yelled at everybody, and everybody just jumped up out of the way. Like you just do what you got to do. And they, they went running right past us. It was pretty cool. Um, and then uh, the next year was the COVID year, so they did a they did a virtual thing that was terrible. And then last year it was Buddy Murphy and Alistair Black. You're gonna have a hard time topping Buddy Murphy and Alistair Black. Yep, one hundred percent. So that, that was one of the best matches I've ever seen. Definitely the best match I've ever seen in person. Probably the coolest moment of WrestleCade was the first time we went. Nick Aldis was the NWA world champion. And uh, the great Muda was there that year. And you all know I'm an old school guy. And Muda was in the ring. He had just finished his match with George South. And Nick Aldis comes down. And he lays the belt down in front of, in front of Muda. And is like, if you want to go, let's go. We can fight for the. I mean, of course, Muda is a former NWA World Champion, so uh, you know. And Muda played off that you know he was going to you know he thought about it and ultimately got out of the ring. But that was that was a pretty cool moment. And then not long after that, we were on the elevator with Nick Aldis. We were on the elevator with the with the national treasure, yeah. Nick Aldis. He was very kind to us. He talked to us. Yep. Um, we all picked on the other guy in the elevator because I think he was just following Nick around. Yeah. So, but we we didn't like we didn't bug him right like we, we we respected the fact that he's like off the clock right we didn't hey can we get because I'd already gotten his autograph that day and a picture with him anyways but it, I you have to give these guys space you know he spent all day long signing autographs if you didn't get an uh, get an autograph with him that's your fault right. So I'm not going to bug him in the elevator that night because of that. But I, that was pretty cool. So so who are you excited to see this time? That, uh, obviously now that Cross and Scarlet's not going to be uh, there, but who are you excited to see? 
I mean, Bradshaw and Farouk are going to be there, the, the acolytes. Um, uh, Matt Cardona, of course, going to be back. Uh, the headliners this year are. I, I th- I'm planning on meeting Count Cardona before he comes back to the WWE and we don't get a chance to meet him. Um, Big Show's a headliner. Page is a headliner. Kurt Angle's back. Kane's back. Uh, Diamond Dallas Page is there. I think Mick Foley's back too, isn't he? Uh, I don't think so. Is he not? No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a lot of the people that we've had opportunities to see before. Mm-hmm. Paige is a new one that we haven't. She been is able to see. Soraya. No, she's always going to be Paige. I agree. Uh, but just in general, for those that aren't wrestling fans, it's it's like you go to whatever your favorite sports movie to, to like you go to a convention for that show. Like the first time we went, we were in the we were in the lobby. And I just see all these wrestlers come in that I'm like, oh my god, that's them! Oh, oh my, look! And like it was just looking because we stay in the same hotel with them. Like you go down to the bar, uh, the bar and grill at the end of the night, and they're eating dinner there, and they're you know drinking beer at the bar. Like Mercedes Martinez was like right behind us. Yeah, like year and we our booth was here, and her booth was like it's because I guess when you see people on TV, whether it's a movie or a TV show or wrestling or sports or whatever. You feel like that they're not regular people, and these—they—that's what they are. Like they're re- like they're regular people. They're like. Do you guys remember ODB from TNA? Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. You remember the first year we was there? She was in the bar, and dude, she was just absolutely killing them. She, I mean, was, she was slamming <laughs> brewskis one <laughs> after another. It was so crazy. That goes right along with her character. Yeah, well, yeah. Bam. Yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, it's a, I mean, and you know, one of the coolest things is I've been to a lot of conventions and stuff. Everything there's connected, so you don't have to. We don't have when when we get to the hotel on Saturday and park, we won't have to get back in the truck and leave until Monday. That's good. Yeah. So there's there's, there's, there's walkway, there's walkways and tunnels, and like yeah. so you don't have to leave. Yeah. They, you don't they, have to put a jacket on. I mean, we wearing t-shirts and shorts the entire time. We are indoors the entire yep. time. We're so there. is Flair going to be there? Flair has not been there in several years. Mm. Sorry. We, keep, we keep hoping. It's all right. So thanks for bringing up a touchy subject, Wes. <laughs> it it does, it 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 doesn't bother. Take you. your melatonin and go to sleep. But yeah. It doesn't bother you, right? I wish you'd catch a case of the stupidity. But, <laughs> the, the way the way I the way I started it's not hard for me. Like I said, in 2019, it was about meeting people. Now we're going because the wrestling yeah is so good. Well, I mean, last and year you all talked about uh, AML. Yeah, AML. I mean, we've already got the show. We we've already got Sunday night show written Listen, out for them. So Tracy it, Myers it perfectly just set just up. Don't be. Uh, um, uh, Optimus Prime this time. Tracy Myers, Brian Hawks, if you want a good ending to your day after show on Sunday, give us a call, man. Yeah. Like, we got it booked perfectly. Actually, couldn't you all call them? Do you still have their contact information? <laughs> I, I actually reached out to uh, 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 Brian Hawks here not too long ago and asked him if we could get media passes. And he's like, we don't do media passes. And I said, well, it's worth asking. <laughs> so, But... It's a really good time. It's Last year we were a wrestling podcast. This year we're not. We're not a wrestling podcast anymore. But uh, but at at our core, that's at what we core, are. At your core, that's right. One hundred percent. So it, it's just like I think it's cool being around you know several hundred or up to a thousand people who feel about wrestling the same way that I do. Mm-hmm. Like so that's cool. Um, 
you know, you get to you you get to see people wrestle that like this is the last time that the Rock and Roll Express are going to wrestle at WrestleGate. They're in a eight man tag. That, that's another one we thought about. Maybe we we might actually meet them because we haven't met them before. Um, you know, and I mean, you get the to worst s- part about it is, is you got to drop forty or fifty bucks every yeah, time you're meeting right. one of these guys. So the first the first year we went, it was like, oh yeah, meet them, and then it was like maybe we, we need to we, we maybe what, cut back maybe a cut back what, five six hundred bucks in on meeting people probably that first year. probably combined. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, but I mean, there's no telling the amount of money that people spend, and oh. and you but you go to Comic Con or you go to any sort of convention, people are dropping some ridiculous coin. Well, I mean. You, you know, there's always. Well, you bought that uh, uh, that horseman set off that dude. Where he's See, why do we got to bring that back up? <laughs> we literally just got off there. No, <laughs> no, but I was just saying, there are so many people. Yes, we know that I don't have Ric Flair to sign it, and that. I screwed it up in SummerSlam. And he's, the, and he's the only one on the four horseman set that doesn't have a signature. That's not, okay, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the fact that people bring like. Bags and boxes of these yeah. of these figurines to get them autographed, yeah. and most of them are honestly they're they're probably for resale. The majority of oh, them, which is, yeah. which I don't know is how why ever get their money back out of which them. is why they screw people like me because I I had that you know the four horsemen set obviously to keep for my personal Personal's. collection, but it's. Twenty or thirty dollars more for Arn Anderson to autograph my action figure than it was for him to sign a eight by ten picture. And it, it's the same same square footage that you're going to well, be signing. It, it, it's, it's the, the same process of you making a profit off of yep. it. That's yeah. what it is. So, are you taking your Bradshaw and Farouk action figure? We actually talked about that today. I don't know. I feel like I almost have to. Which, by the way, shouldn't have done that. I I appreciate you doing that. It's no problem. I know. You, I mean, you got that Toyota money, that Toyota <laughs> coin. <laughs> that Toyota money ain't been paying good here lately. <laughs> Too close to Christmas time. <laughs> Who got the money? But um, here comes the money. Yeah. My hope is honestly one day, and I know that I know Thanksgiving weekend is an odd time for everybody. My hope is one day that the four of us can go down because, like, it's a super good time. Yeah. And I have told you. For the next 18 years, there is no chance of me going. Do you have, I mean, is there a bun in the oven currently? Well, Max's birthday is the 27th. Okay. And how old is he now? Which is Thanksgiving. How old is he now? I'm going to give the kid till he's 22 before I say, you know what? Your birthday is kind of pointless for me to make. Well, how about we just bring <laughs> him oh, there? God. He, he likes pro wrestling. Yeah, well, I let's bring him with us. We did the same thing with Mongo. We're like, come on, you're going that, with us. That is true. There, there is no age limit to it. I mean, load it's the boys up and go. I mean, 18 years, it might just And be let me eight. drive. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> 18 years from now, it might just be you and your boys and me and my boys. Because I mean, 18 years from now, I'm going to be late, late up <laughs> No, no. By that time, he'll have a son-in-law he can take. Mongo. No. No, Probably that's not. Sean's son-in-law. Sean's son-in-law. <laughs> yes. Um, but one of the things I am not looking forward to, I don't know if y'all remember last year, we talked about like the, the hardcore match between George South, who's like 65, and it was uncomfortable to watch. Do you remember us telling you about I that? I think he'll, yeah. Remember this that. year, I don't know if y'all have seen this or not, George South is in another one of those matches. So for those of you that don't know, hardcore matches, basically anything goes, right? Against... 
Nick Gage. <laughs> the Deathmatch King? The Deathmatch King. He challenged him for the title. Why in the world? George South's going to die in the ring. Well, that's my fear. We we said that. <laughs> I mean, I, like, look, I am I already sick in my stomach thinking about what I'm going to see on Sunday. But the, the, the four-foot light tubes. Oh, you're going to see a lot of those. And then taking the broken edges and like digging into the like it's it's bad like it's and then George South last year wrapped himself up in barbed wire literally took it and wrapped it around his stomach and is already just like and then wrapped his arm up in it and does a clothesline yeah it's uh, it was yeah anyway I know uh, so we got we we got listeners that don't like pro wrestling at all but we do have that coming up we're really looking forward to it how close are your seats to the Uh, ring what are we we're third row third third row. Nice. You might yeah. get some shrapnel. And, and so when they we tried a lot to, we tried to get first row, and they were boom gone. They sold out so quick. I couldn't. Get, I literally couldn't click on them fast enough. Yeah. So were you in charge of the clicking? This year I, I was because he was. I was working. in school and couldn't and couldn't get free. You got yeah. those younger hands. Yeah. yeah, but I didn't have I didn't have I didn't have free moments. So Why didn't you put it in the? I got the great seats for SummerSlam. You should have just been like, Wes, go get us some seats for. We need front row seats. <laughs> well, it was literally just a matter of being able to, to get on there what fast time, enough. What time did the tickets go, go on sale? I don't remember. Third row still pretty we, good. We didn't even know, right? I mean, it was right. just like all of a sudden they went on sale. I saw I saw on social media where they were on sale, and I was like, Sean! Sean's <laughs> <laughs> age! Jonathan! All right, so before we get to your I, – I see you brought the, the rankings. Before we get to the rankings – I have to tell you this on behalf of Darren. Darren wanted me to make sure that you knew that ever since you said that Darren had finally turned around and was headed in the right direction, (laughs) he has not won. And has lost. He showed me his team last night. His entire bench is full of guys on IR. Yeah. Sorry, Darren. Yeah. He's not really sorry, Darren. Sorry, not sorry. So... Which I think made him make some trades, which is kind of odd. But, hey, we'll take it. It was so funny because we were sitting at the bowling alley when we made that trade last night. And he goes, okay, it won't take but just a second for the phone to blow up uh, from somebody. And, I mean, it wasn't five seconds and Trey texts me and he goes, what in the same hell is that trade? (laughs) (laughs) And then, of course, in – Trey fashion, he immediately texts Darren going, so what can I get from you? <laughs> oh, yes. 100%. So. Uh, what's it going to take to get uh, Garoppolo? Got that text. So I'm going to go backwards this week. What? What? First, Neil admits he's wrong, and now you're going backwards? I'm going backwards. Why? Number 10, Jesse, not moving. Darren, number 9, not moving. Ben is staying at 8. He's trying, but not really trying. Even though you beat Sean? Sean dropped a seven. Uh-oh. I'm, I'm still technically in the playoffs. I should at least still be at six. Uh-oh. Adam is at six. <laughs> I'm back! <laughs> in the saddle again. Jared has uh, dropped to five. I move up to four. Jeff is at three. That leaves two spots. Spencer is at two. Oh, we got a I move trade to number one. We got a new number one. Wow. I look, how many crowns has Trey gotten week to week to now? 
I bet he's got. He's got I bet he's got he didn't get five or six. Yeah, he did. He's number no. He's number one. Uh, point was Trey was. He was. Adam was. Big dog. Oh oh oh! That's why Bret Hart had the crown on. Yes. Sorry. As it because my logo's Bret Hart. I know, but like. Of course. You know what? I'm I saw I, logo. I saw the pink and just immediately went to Trey because Trey's is just the bot with it, but in pink. So do you? Must not know do you switch it back now? Does Spencer still stay number one? No. No. Because I don't understand how Spencer loses that though. I mean, he's nobody beating. Yeah, but I did beat him. Yes, I did. <laughs> If they, if there's anything <laughs> in the season whatsoever, that's like I beat Spencer. Is anybody else beating? It's like the Kentucky he, Louisville. I game. think he's lost three games. He's lost three games. Has he really? Trey's Trey's won five in a row. Sean's lost six. I've in lost a row. six in a row, so that's not really impressive. So <laughs> that's true. Six in a row is pretty impressive. I, I am six st- losses in a row. Is I am impressive. streaky McStreaker. Let's not see that. Oh, yes, they call him the streak. <laughs> Woo! Boogie Dad, Boogie Dad. Fast thing on two feet. <laughs> so, there you go. A new number one this week. It's my new team name. There I was. Streaker. In the produce. And I said, don't look at me. It's too late. But it's too late. She'd already been moved. All right. Bet they didn't think they were going to hear the streak and Ray Stevens mentioned on there. But they did not. You never know. Listen, there's a lot of them that are going, what are they singing? <laughs> what is that? Right. Well, if you haven't listened to Ray Charles. Charles. No. Ray Stevens. Ray Stevens. But Neil definitely made a thing to Charles. That's all right. You totally let it. I wanted to say Charles. Oh and then God. I wanted to say Steven. And you said Charles. Like, yes, Charles. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. That was all on the same album. Georgia and the streak. <laughs> So, and the Mississippi Squirrel. <laughs> so, um, the Blue Cyclone's the best, though. We've been all over the place on this show, I, as it should be. The day the show went berserk. Who'd you pick in your game? Miami over Ball State? Baby, I'm Other back squirt. Oh, what? Ball State over Miami. Are we really picking an underdog? He, that was what he I blurted it out. blurted out at the beginning of the thing. Oh. So... Well, I've z- I've absolutely zero preparation, which is not <laughs> uncommon. All right, well, let, we're going to do the picks, and then we've got one uh, final, two more segments. Two more end. segments. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I forgot I had a segment. <laughs> I ain't staying up with the dead no more. That's funny. All right, so let's start with the egg bowl, since it's on Thursday night. We got Mississippi at Mississippi State. Touchdown, Ball State. They're up fourteen nothing. Go Cardinals! Woo! Anyways, Maction. Gets everybody fired up on a Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday night football. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you were asking about picking Thursday night games, and here you are picking Tuesday night. Listen, games. I bet they've got more people there than than they did at College State College Station in the Texas A and M. Oh, that was so bad. Oh my gosh. That, that was, was so bad. That was the worst I've ever seen for a and they still said that, that type of team. They still said that ninety thousand yeah, people. Yeah, they were announced it at the game. Ninety thousand people in attendance. Ninety thousand people in attendance. All twelve clapped their hands. <laughs> I mean, they had to look around and be like, "What?" Hey, that's no different than what it was when we used to go to the Legends and say there's six thousand people there, and we'd look around, and we could literally count it. Two hundred people. <laughs> now, now, the time Tim Tebow came there, there that was probably legit. It was a packed house. The Tebow. So, okay, so Mississippi at Mississippi State, 
the Lane Kiffin I'm, uh, farewell uh, farewell tour. This I'm going to tell you right now who I'm taking. Go ahead. Mississippi State. I am taking Mississippi State. The Bulldogs. Is that because you think the players are not going to show up? For no, because Kiffin? that's Mike Leach. And Mike Leach is a national treasure. We have said that multiple times. Who you got? I'm trying to get Google to load right now. Well, it's Mississippi at Mississippi State, so you don't need Google. <laughs> I do. That's the third time he said it. I am trying to see. It's the Egg Bowl. Mississippi at Mississippi State. Dart is the quarterback's name. Neil, who you got? I'm, I am also taking Mississippi State. Okay. Okay, it looks like. Mike Leach's receivers have not turned into dinosaurs yet. <laughs> okay, that's all I was looking for. I was making sure that they he did still say had, that. I was making sure they still had their hands. Been over this, and they could still catch the football. And they weren't dating fat girls. And they, they, they <laughs> love their fat girlfriends. And they don't. Want to and they don't sit in chairs because Mike Leach took those away from them too. Because they were too worried about sitting in chairs instead of supporting their teammates. That was funny, watching him unfold all those chairs and throw them on the ground. That was <laughs> funny. I am also taking the Bulldogs. I'm, taking, State. I'm also taking the Bulldogs because today is my Bulldog's 12th birthday. Well, happy, happy birthday, birthday. Wes, is Bulldog. What's the Bulldog's name? Clarissa. Lulu Grace. Well, that's what I said, Lulu Grace. We're picking <laughs> 10 <laughs> games. <laughs> so, that reminded me of Shelby's. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, well, the way you said it, Lulu Grace. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> we need to revisit Shoney sometimes. Actually, my goodness, I was, I was in that this was weekend, and my brother-in-law asked me if I was going to stop by Shoney's on the way home. Hey, you know Mo was going to be there. Mo, Mo, if I she'd be like. Ooh. Here he is! The muscle! The muscle's back! Tony, the muscle's back! Where's your belt? Did you lose it? it. Thanks a lot, Mo, you jerk. (laughs) All right, back on track. This this is a uh, 10-game pick for this week, and this is is wrapping it up, okay? So... It's putting a bow on it. I'm going to go with Ole Miss just to try to gain some, some garner some points here. Maybe they show up and... Win one for the Gipper. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Oregon at Oregon State. The Civil War. That was my underdog pick. That's that's one of the the better names um, on them. It is. Civil War. I want the Beavs. Oh. I think the Beavers are going to eat the Spicy Duck Dippers, and it's going to burn their stomachs up. So go Spicy Duck Dippers. Okay. But you just, just said them. the beavers ate them. I have no <laughs> idea where and that And it came back to bite him. I had no idea where that was going. <laughs> He's off his meds. It's too late. He didn't He's off his rocker is what he is. I do know i got to work tomorrow, which is unnormal. Which is unnormal. unnormal. It's unnormal. It's unnormal. It's right. It's it is not unnormal. He's caught a case. It's not normal. It's unnormal. <laughs> He's got sundowners. I'll take uh, the ducks. I, too, am going to take the Fighting Bo Nixes. All right. So, before this week, this might not have been much of a game. But now we have the Hendon Hookerless Tennessee Vols rolling into Vandy. Vandy's on a two-game winning streak. And Vandy's on a two-game winning streak. And I'm here to say that if Louisville had been hookerless, they wouldn't be in the mess they're in now. (laughs) 
That was incredible. <laughs> Thank you for it. <laughs> that, that was good. good. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the line from Dumb and Dumber. Then you totally redeemed totally yourself. Redeemed yourself. <laughs> Bird. <laughs> oh, wait, Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hand and hookerless to Vols and Vandy. The volunteers visit Vandy. Vols. Okay. Rocky's not. Okay. Vols. Not so fast, friends. I'm rolling with the Commodores. Were you always? Yes, I was. Were you really? I was. Their backup quarter, Vols' backup quarterback came in and actually didn't look too bad. It's it is a great story, and they've been playing really well. Uh, but Tennessee has too much talent. I mean, the fact Vandy's got five wins this year—that's a win for them already. Yeah. They have more wins than Texas A&M. Yeah, that's bad. That's why Jimbo was on a plane to Morgantown yesterday? Yeah, I bet he was. He really was. No. And, and like you want that. No, I don't want it, but he was there. Oh, God. All right. Florida and Florida State. Mike Norvell is going to continue his his streak no. of not losing his job. Florida's terrible right now. Florida is as bad as I've ever seen them in my lifetime. They were worse last year. Hence why they fired their coach. I think it was a culmination. Who you got? I'm taking Seminoles. Adam. I'll take Florida State as well. Did you just say a dong? A dong. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it may cost me a point, but there's no way in heck I'm picking Florida State to beat Florida. I have faith that we can win on a – we can end on – Oh, you're playing with your heart, not your head. Good job, Sean. Yep. Clemson at South Carolina. This is interesting. Clemson. Okay. It's at South Carolina? Yep. I think there's one person that – makes the difference in this game. And that's Shipley. I take Clemson. I'm going to get cocky. With the game, cop. The sandstorm. I agree. I think South Carolina wins this game. There is a chicken right over there. I think that's a rooster. It's not chicken. Well, same thing. Nope. Nope. No. Mm-mm. Okay. Auburn at Alabama. Auburn Mud stomps. That's a lie. I'm lying. I'm lying. Whew. God, I'm glad I stopped myself. <laughs> Alabama mud stomps Auburn. Uh, is everybody taking on uh, Alabama? This this has to be Nick Saban's uh, statement game. Like I, I'm pissed off for the rest for this season the way it's happened, and we're going to take it out on Auburn. I'm a wreck on full ride today. They um, actually think Alabama still has a way of getting in. A lot there, of there's a lot of people that think that. <laughs> I think that Nick Saban is going to absolutely wreck the Cadillac. <laughs> He's going to run the Cadillac into the wall. He is 100% putting yeah. Cadillac into the wall. Yeah. All right. Louisville at Kentucky. Mm. Mm. You want me to pick first? Mm. Give me the L's. What? Yep. They can't. They can't beat Louisville. They have owned Louisville, though. It doesn't. Yeah, they they've owned Vandy. Huh? 
They can't beat Louisville. They struggle with running quarterbacks, and they haven't played a running quarterback like like Cunningham. Huh. Louisville wins. I assume you're going with Louisville, too. Well. No, no, no. This is the guy that says you never pick Kentucky. Listen, I'm not going to pick Kentucky, but I do want to talk about Will Levis for a second. So Just you're picking the Cardinals? I'm picking Louisville, yeah. Okay. But, Wes, I can see why NFL teams want Will Levis. I saw it last week. I finally saw it. Are we in the metaverse? <laughs> like, it was 16 to nothing. Nothing was going right for UK all game. Will Levis leads a 99-yard drive down the field. For this, a is about as, this is about as... Uh, uh, that's about shocking a, as I'm wrong last week. I mean, maybe more shocking. And, to be then, and then, like he followed it up with a 90 yard drive that they fumbled. He has, he he is against the number one team. In the against nation. the number and, one defense. And, in the and once again, our six year, sixty year old kicker, but can't. Hit not the kicker's goal. fault. I, not the kicker's fault. I mean, I no, do understand the ball. I do understand though. <laughs> he's got to get there Georgia correctly. Was in prevent defense. They were, but Levis is a pro style quarterback. Levis proved he had the competitive. I could see what scouts saw of those two drives. He's, he's got. He's 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 got. The, he's got. And he's hurt. You said if earlier. He was healthy. Neil, Neil, you said earlier three quarterbacks going in the first round. It's Stroud. It's Levis, and it's uh, Bryce Young. That's the three. If if Bryce Young comes out, it, if he comes out, yes. Yeah. But I, I think he will. So if Bryce Young comes out, it end up being four. West, I really thought I was going to be picking? the only Louisville guy. We're back on Kentucky and Louisville, by the way. I think Wes. He can't. Louisville wants to. Don't you do it? <laughs> if you betray him, Matt Jones might die tonight. Do it. <laughs> he, do it, Wes. He, he might. <clears throat> His faithful listener. I'll tell you what wins the game for UK is their defense. Noise. Noise. Their their defense is playing as well as any of the defenses that Stoops has had. Um, I don't know what happened against Vandy. That's uh, that's Mark Stoops' fault. But the way they played last week, if they can continue to play that like that, that's what wins them the game. So I'm going to take UK by one. I took UK as well. Notre Dame at USC. USC. The men of Troy. Wesley? I'm taking Notre Dame. Just couldn't leave it alone, could you? You too are taking Notre Dame. I mean, you've got a Notre Dame hat on. I don't know if you can tell or not, but I I think I kind of announced who my pick is. So, I am also taking the Fighting Irish. And the big game Saturday, Michigan at Ohio State. At the horseshoe. I'm taking Michigan. Wow. That's amazing. Right. Michigan scares me. I'm going Ohio State. I figured you would. C.J. Stroud has his Heisman moment, wins this game. I'm taking the fighting Jim Harbaugh's. Wow. Tuck in that sweatshirt. Are you going to tuck in the sweatshirt with the khakis? I I could do it. I'm going to make this pick based on the fact that I – do believe that Quorum plays. I think Michigan wins as well, but it, it is going to be a close game. Here's why I think Michigan wins. If Quorum plays, Michigan can do something that Ohio State had. 
they have they have enough running back weapons that they're going to control the uh, time of possession. They're going to control the game, and uh, just first down them to death. Yep, just just. Just, Just like they did last year. Three and four yards at a time. Yeah. Um, it scares me that uh, they have some undersized DBs. So if Martin Stroud Harrison starts, Jr. yeah. If I mean, if 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 they can't get pressure on Stroud and he can start throwing it, uh, they're in for a long day. But I Marvin Harrison Jr. is really good. Yes, he is. All right, Wes, tell me, tell us your dog. My dog is Coastal Carolina. I didn't get to take him last week. I'm gonna take him this week. That's a good pick, Wes. Who are they? Playing. James James Madison. Madison. James Madison is like a fourteen point thirteen and a thirteen point favorite over a nine and one Coastal Carolina. Let's go mullets. Show the mullets some respect. Adam picked Ball State. I'm picking Tulane over Cincinnati. I, I am one. picking Minnesota over Wisconsin. Hmm. Surprise! Wisconsin's favorite in that game. Three and a half points currently. I see it. I think Wisconsin will win that game pretty easy. I don't think so. I think the fighting PJ Flex are going to show their they're going to flex. Okay, so this going this Ball is our still up. I saw that, but they're uh, they're in the red zone. The opponent is okay. So this is our Thanksgiving show. We didn't do this last year. We th- we we totally didn't even think about this last year. But uh, it, this, so this show is going to run a little longer this week. That's what she said. <laughs> but Neil had you wanted to do an overrated underrated segment this week I could so what was you thinking Thanksgiving food because I think Thanksgiving food's gross what an absolute atrocity statement I know your feelings about this you've expressed it before but not on this podcast I have I'm a fan of Thanksgiving but I did hear an interesting theory last week and, and it was, if Thanksgiving food is so great, why do we only eat it one day a year? I would agree. If it was so great, we would only we, we would have this meal at least once a month. Turkey's too expensive to be well, eating it out. And I think that's why we only... Uh, Neil doesn't like turkey. Is turkey overrated or underrated? How are you cooking the turkey? Thanksgiving I, turkey. I, but I don't know. I, like, are just, you smoking the turkey? Just in general. Uh, smoked turkey. I would. I would one. say, ninety-five percent of the people are baking it in an oven. Yes. So we'll Not, say that. I, I think that's or deep frying it. Yeah. Deep fried turkey also good. Let's get. Let's say baked turkey in the oven. Also good with the giblets. Forget the giblets. Mm. I, I, I love. I love turkey. So I mean, to me, I would have to say it's underrated. I also say underrated. I'm gonna say turkey is overrated. Okay, so I also so think you're a ham guy, right? I, I like ham. I I also think it's overrated, but there is not much better the day after Thanksgiving to get cold turkey out of the fridge and put it on some Heiner's white bread mm-hmm. with some Miracle Whip, a little bit of pepper on that. And you got you a great sandwich. So why do you wait till the next day? See, I do my three plates of turkey, take my turkey coma nap. And then I wake up and eat more turkey. No. That's when turkey's best. No. All right. Turkey for Item me two. and turkey for you. Stuffing. Some people call it dressing. Of overrated. Overrated. Caitlin would say way underrated. That is her favorite item. That's my least favorite Thanksgiving mm-hmm. item. 
I think it's underrated too. I like some stuffing. All right. I, I think it's all gross. <laughs> so you're going overrated. Yeah. <laughs> what right. bad take? Um, you said what Caitlin would say. What do you say? I like stuffing. Cranberry sauce. <laughs> overrated. That's my favorite. I yeah. mean, that underrated. Look, and and I'll, I'll tell you, um, Caitlin and Elizabeth, this this recipe has been passed down from my mother-in-law. They make a cranberry salad that's got cranberry. pineapples and cranberry sauce, and it's got like a, a icing on top of it. Oh my god, it is to die for. It it's now I love just regular cranberry sauce, but the the cranberry salad, mm, it's the real deal. I like cranberry out of the can. It doesn't matter or if it's. A, I like the cranberry because it cleanses you your palate. I will go on to another thing. I will eat cranberry sauce throughout the year. It I, is not just a Thanksgiving thing. You remember me. the time that Adam chucked at Zagnut? If there was a jar of camp cranberry sauce right now in front of me, I would chuck it across the room. <laughs> and I, would, actually, I would join you and chuck across I, the. I, that's actually the best cranberry is out of the can. All right. Sweet potato casserole. Oh, 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 man. Sean, well, Sean, Sean is Hey, we got a room over here, Sean. <laughs> it's full of cranberry sauce and sweet potato casserole. Go have at it. Now, I actually, sweet potato casserole with or without the mu- uh, marshmallows I mean, on top? It, they got to be with the marshmallows. It has to be the marshmallows. I actually, I actually rather have the, the, the sweet potatoes themselves rather than in a casserole. Now, sweet potatoes or yams? They don't matter. They're the same thing. No, they're not. All right, come on. Overrated or underrated? Overrated. Underrated. Way underrated. Super underrated. I'm going to say they're overrated. I really overrated. hope you do not edit your sound. I say they're overrated. I don't know if anybody's been to Tony's. They've got a sweet potato casserole there that is the best I've ever had. Where's Tony's? It's, it's a really high. It's a high right dollar steakhouse. Again, I'll say it's gross. So, uh, okay, well, is but it, I think it's overrated. What do you like out of the? No, nothing. He doesn't like any of it. He doesn't like. Mashed, he doesn't like I'll, eat, I'll eat mashed potatoes and corn and macaroni and cheese. <laughs> mashed potatoes rolls. A couple underrated. Of, I mean, a couple That's of years ago, I said, "So you guys are gonna have a big turkey?" This is when I found out. He goes, uh, "No, I think I'm gonna fix a lasagna." And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> now, you know what? You know what? There's a lot of people that do that. So I'm not mad at them. Those are the four things that I could think of food-wise that kind of made Thanksgiving different than I mean, because people fix macaroni and cheese and corn and green beans and like mashed potatoes. They fix that stuff all the time. Yeah. I got two things left. Gravy. Thanksgiving gravy. Brown gravy, white gravy. Brown gravy. It has to be brown gravy if it's Thanksgiving gravy. Actually, it's light tan. Overrated. I, I actually, I normally don't put it on there. I'll say overrated mm-hmm. as well. Underrated. I like some gravy. I'm going to say underrated on that because when I'm forced to eat a Thanksgiving dinner, <laughs> I put gravy all over everything. <laughs> you are a grown That's man. That's what she said. Who is forcing you to eat Thanksgiving dinner? Well, hey, did you see the family? picture that he sent out yesterday? He goes, well, it is a free meal. It is a free it meal. It looked an awful lot like a Thanksgiving dinner to me. That's what it was. Yeah. We've already had our Thanksgiving meal. That's the way you need to look at it. And you need to look at it as 
hey, I'm getting a free meal, you know, so I'm going to eat like it. it. One, because of what Sean said earlier, if it's such a great thing, why are we just having it once a year? And two, I don't like my family. Not Lucy and the kids. Not I'm Lucy. talking about my extended family. I don't like them, and they know that. Yeah. Huh? Then just have Thanksgiving at your house. Then it's just dinner. But, hey, <laughs> I, I promise you, I tell because you, when if you're as big as Neil's family... It's a Thanksgiving feast every night right. for dinner. <laughs> if it was up to Caitlin, we would have Thanksgiving dinner at least once a month. All right, the last thing. Thanksgiving football. Oh, underrated. 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 Extremely overrated. They're what? mostly terrible football games. That's because of who they use well, to schedule it. That, that, that's not my that, – it's overrated. Okay, and the reason being, I can I see your, your point of it. Why does it have to be Detroit and Dallas for 80 years in a row? Yeah. You know, it, other teams will don't Detroit mind. Detroit has about. sucked for at least 75 years. Now, the Cowboys game usually does produce, though. So, we have the Bills at Lions this week. That's going to be a big It's going to be terrible. We have the Giants and Cowboys. Terrible. That'll be a good game. Are we picking these games, by no. the way? No. Why not? Why would we? And then we have the nightcap that's – uh, the Patriots and whoever they play. Patriots and Vikings, yeah. which, by the way, if you don't want to watch Thanksgiving football, watch the Phil Knight Legacy Basketball Tournament. It'll be better than that football game. So, that was my overrated, underrated Thanksgiving edition. Okay. And then, to wrap it up, let's Broken. just say something that we're thankful for. Starting with the oldest. Wes, they want you to say the blessing. The blessing. (laughs) (laughs) They want you to say grace. I pledge allegiance to the flag. Years ago. (laughs) Is it cat litter in the uh, cat food in the? Oh, she put cat food in the Jello mold. She 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 wrapped up her cat again. Wes, we've jumped a holiday. Jelly of the Month Club. It's the, the gift, gift that, that keeps on giving. giving. Wes, what are you thankful for? I am thankful for a lot of things. I'm awesome. Uh, a lot of things. Great. I, too, am thankful for a lot of things. But I'm mainly thankful for uh, my family. Allow- Here we are, second place again. <laughs> <laughs> really thought I had it this year. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, I'm thankful for Mexican food. Oh my okay. God. <laughs> We're right below Mexican food. All right. Adam? Wow. You said oldest. Sean's next. I did. Wait a minute. Sean's older than me, I think, isn't he? I don't know how it old don't are matter you. You already went first. You I can't did. take it back now. How old are you? <laughs> you said you're thankful for your family 46. in Mexican food. I'm 46. <laughs> I'll be 47 in two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, two weeks. Yeah. What day is that? 15th. That's two weeks from today. Two weeks from today. <laughs> Every time you look at the Oh, calendar, from today. Okay. It's oh, I don't know if it's two weeks from today. It's roughly two weeks from today. <laughs> no, it, I mean, we still got six days left in November. <laughs> Longer than that. We got eight days. Okay, and it's so 15, three, so, it's so like three weeks. weeks. It's like three weeks. I'm old. Hell, it's almost a month. <laughs> oh. All right, go so, on. So I am thankful for my family, for my job. Thankful for at least two of the three of you because you know, we weren't even on Wes's list. He didn't even point to me. He said two of the three of you. 
Your ham was on the left side. I, I was now, on the right. I, I am just like Jesus is on God's right hand. I, I'm definitely thankful for a, for a lot of different things, but this podcast is special, and I appreciate being able to do this with you guys uh, every week. Uh, it's it's a lifeline for me to to be able to get together and hang out with you guys, and I'm thankful for the the followers that we have. It still blows my mind that we have. Uh, a large portion of people <laughs> that listen to us talk and Neil fart on the radio. I mean, so <laughs> they can't really do that. And it might change after this episode. <laughs> Only Wes can smell that. It's like peeing yourself. <laughs> yeah, that fan is not pointed that this way next time. Peeing your pants was cool. I'd be Miles Davis. <laughs> All right, Adam. You're older than I am. All right, I am older. I mean, it's going to sound like a broken record. You know, of course, I'm thankful for my family. Immediate, not extended. Don't listen to this show. They don't. Well, uh, unlike Wes, I'm not thankful for Mexican food. Mm. Chinese uh, food? Yes. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for everything. Isn't that what, <laughs> isn't that what Wes said? Uh, thankful for my job. I, you know, I really like where I'm working. Uh, I'm thankful for this podcast. Again, it was just a uh, pipe dream, and it's you know turned into this, and we got a whole setup here. And I mean, at one point when we first started, we were talking about recording it on our cell phone. That's yeah, right. And that's right. This is this Audible. is where we are now. So uh, that's re- really cool. Uh, and I'm thankful for Whataburger. <laughs> Love me sexy. Let's fill the bathtub full of sweat. <laughs> and, but I jokingly say that it because yeah, I'm 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 uh that was from our trip to SummerSlam this summer, which was epic and legendary. By the way, apparently we have another bull strip coming up. By the way, my thankful for <laughs> list thankful doesn't for matter. List does not matter. <laughs> because Wes's thankful list was included all things, including his rants. <laughs> um but I'm thankful for the opportunity to hang out with you guys and uh, do life together, and you know, our 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 text stream and text threads and goofiness and randomness, and uh, you know, it 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 sure helps make the good days better and the bad days tolerable. So I'm thankful for you guys. Absolutely. Now it's your turn. After I mean, I went after you three, so all I can say is ditto. <laughs> like I'm thankful for my family. Even my extended family. I even like you all. Uh, <laughs> thankful for my job. Thankful for you all, obviously. some There are some weeks where whether it be family stuff going on or job-related stuff going on, like this is an escape. This podcast, just getting together once a week, is an escape from all that. and I really appreciate all that. And I'm thankful for those country roads that lead me back to West Virginia on special holidays such as Thanksgiving and Christmas and Easter. They take you home. Always take you home. When when do you guys leave to go out? Well, the boys are sick. So, I don't know if we'll be making the trip Thursday or not. I might be going solo, might not be going at all. We'll see. Well, I mean, I can make extra food if you want to come over and eat our mashed potatoes and cranberry sauce. Overrated. Stuff that Neil don't like. 
Awesome. Well, guys, as always, we do appreciate you guys tuning in and listening to us. Uh, we hope that you had a fantastic Thanksgiving day or weekend with your family. Neil and I are on our way to North Carolina when this uh, drops, and uh, we look forward to tell you about all the excited stuff next week on Can the show. Can I have one more thankful thing? Sure. I am thankful that all of these retail stores have finally closed on Thanksgiving Amen, so right. they can absolutely spend time with their family. Yeah. No, I, I, I 100% agree with that. So, but, all right, guys. The MoCo Four Horsemen would like to thank you for listening to From Corner to Corner. Be sure to go out and follow us on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube. Whatever podcast platform that you listen to us on, be sure to go out and give us a five-star review. Thanks as always, and we look forward to seeing you next week.